Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 66 of the Ask the Coach show, where Ping Skills answers your table tennis questions. Today, we discuss how to improve your backhand top spin and how to increase your power without losing control. We also talk about whether it's worth seeing a coach in person, and we discuss Walner's trademark serve. As always, Super Coach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Thank you, Jeffrey, and uh, hope you're well this morning. Yes, I am well this morning. I was up a bit late last night watching some sport. Again, you mentioned yesterday, lots of good sport on. There was the big bash final, Alloys, between the Sydney Sixers and the Perth Scorchers, and it went down to the last ball. It was so exciting, man. <laughs> I, I missed it. Who won? Oh, it was like... Perth Scorchers uh, bowled first and took a couple of early wickets and looked like they were going to bowl the sixes out, but they ended up getting a good total, got 147. And then Perth were going along nicely, but they sort of, the run rate was creeping up and then eventually it came down to the last over and they needed like eight runs. They got seven off the first three to tie it. Then Brett Lee bowls the guy out. New guy comes in, bowls him out again. They need one run to win off the last ball. And he bowls another beautiful Yorker, goes out to the fielder, throws it back to the stumps, and the guy wouldn't run him out, but he fumbled it. And so Perth Scorchers got home by one run. Oh, oh so wow. exciting. Yeah, too much sport around. It's great. I know. I'm telling you, Test Cricket's in trouble. Mm, the T20 is <laughs> just too exciting. It's going to take over. <laughs> Ah, well, there you go. And there was quite a lot of good uh, tennis on as well. So, yeah, lots of good sport. Um, But we're here to talk about table tennis, Alloys. (laughs) Good. Let's go. So, yesterday's Pink Skillers question of the day was, how old were you when you started playing table tennis? So, how old were you, Alloys? Yeah, so for me, I played played my first tournament when I was nine. Um, But I started hitting a ball when I was about five, you know, just up against the wall and um, and at home um, doing all that, you know, really um, hassling my poor mum to to play um, on the floor with me. So, yeah, so probably five started hitting a ball. Tournaments, nine years old. What about uh, you, Jeff? Oh, yeah, so the first time I can remember sort of hitting a ball is probably at my uncle's um, or at school, like probably when I was like 10 or something like that. And the first time I went to a table tennis club, I was probably 12 or 13. And, yeah, first tournament, probably like 13. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, interesting question. Is um, We got a wide range of responses, Alois, from really young to um, more experienced. Yes. <laughs> um, and so it just shows that table tennis is a great game um, for all ages. Which it is. is. And... Uh, and- and you know, players often um, often ask, uh, you know, oh, I've started at sixteen, and you know, is that too late? I always say, well, you know, this is a game that you can play into your eighties, nineties. So you know, you've really got a good sixty or seventy years to improve. So yeah, it's never too late. Yeah, indeed, that's a good way to look at it. All right. So the pink skillers question of today, Alois, is who is the most inspirational player you've ever seen? So, as always, leave your comments. Uh, We'd love to hear them. Um, A good way is just to go to our website, uh, 
click on the blog link and find the episodes. We put all the episodes of this show on our blog there, so that's where you'll find them. Okay. Now, um, let's talk about um, Alexander's question, Alois. Alexander said, my problem is my backhand and power hits. The power hit's not going right. When I make a smaller version of it, then it goes really well. But when I add more power, I lose control or balance and the ball goes over the table. Yeah, Alexander. Um, so this, again, really common common problem that we find. The important thing is when you start to increase the pace of your stroke, to make sure you keep your stroke um, quite pure. So often with the backhand, you know, players will do this to, um, to play a nice, slow, top-spin stroke. But when they... Um, try to play faster, they, they really try to whack it and the bat starts going everywhere and the and the angle of the bat changes and waves. Important just to keep that stroke the same, so from here to here. When you want it faster, just increase the speed that that bat's coming in. You can relax your wrist a little bit more and let that come through more. But um, you've still got to keep the top spin on the ball. You've still got to keep the stroke the same. So um, really focus on that. If you, When you start to speed up the ball, keep the stroke the same. Just increase the speed of your racket coming through the stroke. Okay, yep. All right. Um, now, on a related matter, Denny's asked um, about the back end as well. And Denny said... Hi, I'm having an issue with my backhand these days. When I try to make a backhand topspin smash, it tends to go under the net most of the times at the moment. I use topspin to sort of lift the ball at the same time, but it feels unstable. Any advice yeah. for Denny? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think he mentioned that he uses side topspin. So um, that's probably your main issue. So if, you, if you're putting some side spin on the ball, then... Um, you're not going to get as much dip on the ball. Um, so the dip is what gives you the safety um, through the stroke. So the more topspin you can put on that faster stroke, the faster that ball is going to dip down onto the table. Um, so when the ball's travelling at speed, if it's going through like that, then it's not going to land on the table. But if it's dipping onto the table like that, with the top spin, then you've got a good chance to get the ball on the table. So, so really focus on playing that pure top spin rather than a side spin stroke or anything else when you're playing the ball faster as well. If the ball, you talk about a top spin smash, so they're two different things really. So the top spin is where you're generating some spin on the ball. The smash is where you're contacting the ball really flat. So the smash you use when the ball's up higher, up about up higher than shoulder height, um, and then you've got a direct path from right up here down onto the table. When the ball's lower, then we want to play with a bit more topspin, and that's where it's important to put pure topspin. So when the ball's fast and low, get the ball to go up and down quickly onto your tape onto your table. Yep. So. All right, Alice. So for Denny and Alexander, who are looking to improve their backhand, Alice, it sounds like they've, they've got a bit of a topspin stroke, but now they're looking to get more power into them. What's the best way for them to practice that transition between, you know, just getting the ball on and actually learning a faster, more powerful stroke? 
Yeah, I think if you can find um, a practice partner to block for you, get them to block. Um, do one or two slow strokes, just get the stroke right, and then in the rally, just increase the speed a little bit. So faster, faster, faster. Then again, next rally, start with one or two slow strokes just to get the feel, and then play the next ones faster and faster. Um, you can also do it with multi-ball, um, which is a good way of, uh, of practicing because then the ball's coming back to you all the time, even if, you, uh, if you're hitting the ball faster and missing. So, um, yeah, they're good ways to just practice uh, increasing the speed. Um, again, just really focus on that, um, making sure that the, the stroke stays correct. Okay, great advice. Um, thanks for the questions, uh, Denny and Alexander. Um, you're doing a great job there. It's really important to work on your backhand top spin, especially these days. Um, we did have a video of you playing Alois um, back in about 1987, and people commented, do you ever use your backhand? <laughs> yeah, no. In those days, um, I was fast enough and the game was slow enough to uh, to mainly use my forehand. But uh, but nowadays, game's increased, and certainly if I tried to use all forehand, I think I'd probably break. <laughs> yes. So keep working on the backhands, try out those tips that Alois has mentioned and it sounds like you guys are on the right track, so well done. Alright, now as always Alois, you can ask questions uh, live on the show if you go to our Google Plus page and you'll find an event for the show and there's like a, a little Google Q&A button that you can click on and ask a live question and Brock has jumped on and has asked a question, so thank you Brock. And Brock says, hey Ping Skills. I have trouble with tall players. The guy is like six foot five tall and around 200 pounds of muscle. He sounds like the Incredible Hulk, Alois. And he's a very good table tennis player and he blocks all of my best shots. Please, have you got some tips? Yeah, so Brock, um, tall players, you know, I mean, this is a generalisation, but a lot of the time if you play the ball into their um, crossover point or into their armpit area, um, it's a little bit harder for them. Because they're tall, they'll have a good reach. So playing the ball here and there, he'll be able to get a lot of balls back, even playing wider, he'll be able to reach better. But um, playing the ball into the middle um, forces him to move, and because he has got long levers, then he has to move out of the way um, a little bit more to make that stroke. So that's probably, um, as I say, it, it, as a generalisation against tall players, playing the ball into the middle can be good. And of course, then if you're playing with a player that plays um, or gets a lot of balls back, variation of your speed and spin are always good. Yeah, that's a good tip there, Alois. Yeah, variation of the speed and spin. So, like with all players, you've got to try and work out their strengths and weaknesses. And so, if his strength is blocking all the shots, yeah, then try a lot of variation. And as Alois said, try to pepper that middle area. Give that a go, Brock, and let us know if it helps you out. All right, now um, Marcus is talking about one of the greatest table tennis players of all time here, Alois, in Waldner. Um, he watched some amazing footage of Waldner's career and how he developed his trademark serve along the line below his arm. Is it impossible to anticipate and even less see what he is doing? But isn't there a rule that you are not allowed to hide the ball? 
Yeah, that's um, it, it, that's right. Um, so Waldner's down. Oh, Waldner's uh, when, so when Wald, sorry, when Waldner was playing, he um, was able to serve that way because the rule was different at that stage. So at that stage, um, there was no rule about hiding the ball behind your arm or behind your head or behind your neck. So um, in those days, you could um, disguise the the contact. And yes, I think Alice, the rule actually came in um, just after the 2000 Olympics. So, and Walden kept on playing, so he had to adjust his service after that period of time. Yeah, that's right. And and that one that he used to hide behind here and play down the line was really difficult to see because I'll get, just get up for this one. So he would change the angle of the racket, but it was behind behind the the arm, so you couldn't actually see that he was changing the angle of the racket, and then the ball would come out under here or through there. So, um, so yes, it made it really difficult to see um, uh, where the ball was coming. But as you say, he did adjust. You know, like after 2000, he, he was still played. He, he, um, he played in the 2004 Olympics and played well, uh, well there as well. Um, so he, he developed his serves um, to fit in with the new rules as well. But yeah, that that fast one down the line that he used to play under the arm was whoa, really difficult to see. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen it, uh, Google Waldner on YouTube. There's lots of great videos. Uh, definitely worth watching. Thanks for the question, Marcus. All right, now Dakota has a question for us. Dakota asks, I'm wondering what benefits I can gain from seeing a coach in person versus doing drills I've learned with someone at or above my skill level. Would it be beneficial to have a coach critique my form and help and analyse my game and my game strategy, Dakota? Yeah, Dakota, um, the answer is definitely. Um, we, we always encourage players firstly to go down to a club. You know, by going to a club, you'll see different players and you'll see um, different styles, and hopefully, people will see you and be able to help you as well. Um, so, having a coach on hand while you're playing gives you instant feedback. So, if you're making a, an error that they can see clearly, then as soon as you make that error, they can get you to adjust to something a little bit different. And that instant feedback um, can be really useful for you as well. So if you can get a coach, um, great. Um, and often going to a club uh, is a good way to find a coach. Yeah, that's right. And I think there's also even, they give you that instant feedback, which is good too, but I think there's also longer term benefits about, you know, um, you know, helping you set goals or helping you... Uh, progress to a level you're trying to get to. So, yeah, I agree. It's a really good um, idea, Alois. Yeah, and even um, even with game plans, you know, even with um, what, um, what your game should look like, you know, should you be trying to attack more or should you be more defensive or what type of serves you should um, start to use. So, yeah, so a good coach can, um, can really help you um, along the way. Great. All right. Well, thanks for the question, Dakota. So if you get a chance, yeah, um, try and get some coaching in person and hopefully that will help you out as well. Well, that wraps up episode 66 of the Ask the Coach show. Um, 
make sure you check us out on pingskills.com um, and click on the blog link like I mentioned before to see all the past Ask the Coach shows. Thank you everybody for watching. Thank you everybody who asked a question and thank you Supercoach Alloys. Yeah, thank you Jeffrey and uh, Ping Skillers. Have a great day. Hope you get some table tennis today, Thursday. Mm, tough day, but yeah, let's go. All right, let's go. Cue the music and we will see you all again tomorrow. Happy table tennising. <laughs>